to the second edition of the Punting Monologue. I am Ben Clifton and this show is brought to you by Mint Sports and mintbet.com.au. Download the app at the App Store. This week we're going to be covering the Ascot meeting in Perth, uh, highlighted by the Group 1 Winter Bottom Stakes, uh, by the current favourite at $5.50 with Valana. Uh, the support card's pretty good as well. I think we can find a few winners, so let's get into it. Alright, let's have a look at the track and the way I think this track's going to race on Saturday. Uh, Ascot's been a little bit tricky of late. The inside's sort of been off. It's been hard for horses coming up the inside um, to win. They they travel alright, but uh, just in the straight, they really seem to give ground. So it might be a bit of quicksand there on the inside. And leaders have also found it difficult. Uh, the only leader to win last week was Snipperucci. It was probably ridden perfectly where the, um, it got off the rail and the straight into the better ground. Um, rails in the three metres this week. Soft five as I speak, but it will be upgraded to a good four as uh, there is a lot of good weather on the horizon and by the time the first race comes out, I expect it to be a good four. Last time we were in the three metres was back on the 5th of November and it was probably the most even this track race for a long time. So... Um, the last three leaders actually, uh, last three races were won by leaders. So I think going into this meeting uh, with, uh, with the rail placement, with the uh, prospect of a good track, I think Ascot gets its chance to race as fairly as possible. So we can go into this meeting with a lot of confidence. All right, let's have a look at race one at Ascot. Benchmark 78 plus handicap over 1,200 metres. Let's have a look at the market. Rev it up is a favourite of $2.70, being pretty well backed uh, from the early price of $3.80. River Rubicon is at $3.80. Featherweight $4.00 and Titan Blinders at $7.00. Double figures the rest. In regards to the speed map, I think Rev it up will push forward from barrier 7, probably take the lead or if not charge or kick up on the inside and maybe lead. Um, featherweight in behind it with Titan Blinders and further back the rest. I think there should be a decent tempo in this race. It is a 1,200-meter race. Expect that. Um, I am with Re Rev It Up. I think this is a good bet. Good bet to start the day. Three-year-old filly against the older horses. I love that. It's the horse with a little bit of scope, a little bit of improvement. Um, first up was a really good effort. Pikey went on for the first time and um, it also went to 1,200 meters for the first time, which is a less than ideal scenario. Um, let him up, battled on really well on a day that was hard to lead and was run down by a good horse in my Bellamy who's running the winter bottom later in the day. Expected to either lead or sit outside the lead. I'd probably prefer if it even sat outside the leader given the way the uh, track has been racing of late. Fitter for that run, I think it's gonna be awfully hard to beat. I'm against River Rubicon, first up 1,200 meters, can't see any way that the market trends towards that horse. And Featherweight, I just thought, had an absolute dream run last start um, when beating above the peg, who obviously came out and won. It just had perfect running behind him, got off the back of above the peg and ran home all right and uh, to get the win. But I just can't see things panning out as well as it 
it did on that occasion and uh, given how much I like Rev it up I'm against featherweight as well but all about Rev it up here I think it's a really good bet to start the day $2.70 is a reasonable reasonable price and if anything it'll just firm up Alright, let's have a look at race 2 now, the benchmark 64, handicap over a 1000 metres, hold on to your hats punters, they're going to go quick here. Uh, we'll have a look at the market, bit of merit uh, resuming is $2.70, rumour says the 3 audience, the older horse is at $5.50, then out to hardly ever at $7, and Tad Weir at $10, and longer prices the rest. The speed map, as I mentioned, they're going to go quick. Critical Altitude will go forward, Olga Louise will go forward, Ponyo should go forward, Tad Weir, plenty of horses will be vying for uh, the front. Um, the favourite bit of merit probably going to be last uh, inside on the rail, so not an ideal scenario there. Um, Alright, let's go through a few of these horses. I'll start with the favourite bit of merit. I really, I think this is a really nice horse and I'm, I went into this race thinking, oh, I'm going to find this. But... I just think there's so many negatives against it here. The positives are really good turn of foot, this horse. Um, it's three wins last time. Uh, it's three wins of its career have been really impressive. Its last sectional has been really good, but its racing pattern is really negative and um, it hasn't really shown an ability to sit much closer than midfield. So um, the way that this race maps going to be back on the inside. The tempo will suit it as far as trying to come over the top. But I just think there's so many negatives. You've been asked to take two dollars seventy. I think it's going to drift from that quote. It doesn't have, it hasn't got any form at Ascot yet. That's probably another negative, and it's just too much. It's going to be too much of a hard watch to be diving in at that price. So I'm against Bit of Merit, but then I went looking outside of Bit of Merit, and I'm like, I couldn't really label one that I really wanted to be with. Rumor says, obviously has some ability, but. I don't know whether they're just trying to rescue this campaign by dropping in class that they went first up uh, behind Snowdome a thousand metres at Ascot, ran okay, ran third. Then they went to 1200 metres, 1200 metres back to a thousand. Um, I just don't think it's the right setup for a thousand metre scamper like this. Drawing an inside gate, which you know could be also be a negative, and uh, all its forms at Belmont uh, so far. So I'm against rumour says as well. And I was looking at longer prices. There's probably there's just nothing there to convince me that to have a bet in this race. Um, I think the favourite's too short. I think there's a lot of negatives about the other chances in the race. So just the lack of clarity in this race let me uh, uh, made me leave it alone. Alright, uh, we're up to race three and we're probably going to just skip over this race a little bit because the country championship race, there's a lot of different form lines, um, they're pretty ordinary restricted horses and um, they get their grand final on a Saturday but I'm just not willing to get involved betting wise. Um, with, the, with the market, Coley is probably the best back to run in the race, $5 into $3.90, Royal Gap is at $5.50, Eliminate $6, it's been a little bit of a firmer in from uh, $7.50. And then talk it up at eight dollars fifty. But I think you know the best back runner in the race is Coley. Pikey takes over from Kyra Yule. Pretty significant jockey change. But um, I'm just not willing to get involved in a race like this. All right, let's have a look at race four at Ascot. Benchmark seventy-two plus handicap over fourteen hundred meters. The market. The market looks like this. The Velvet Queen three dollars eighty. 
uh, Brooklyn Pier five dollars fifty, Creator at seven, Speed Dream at seven, and Big Bad Boom at eight dollars fifty, and longer prices the rest. So pretty wide open market. The speed map, this is critical to this race. Um, I think Big Butter Boom from Barrier 1 will kick up and Creator from Barrier 11 will come across, but I think it'll be a pretty leisurely tempo, so I think those two in particular will be suited by the speed map. Let's have a chat about the favourite in uh, the Velvet Queen. First up over 1,400 metres here. It's already been a little bit of a drift of 350 out to $3.80, and I think this is a real weakness in the market. Yeah, what you'll find is the market very rarely uh, trends towards these horses that are first up who are going to get over more ground later in the preparation. So Valva Queen, I think, is a really good risk at that price. Expected to start probably closer to $5 at this stage. Um, the, two horse, the two horses I was interested in were the map horses here. Creator, uh, number two from Barrier 11, and Big Bada Boom uh, from Barrier 1 with Damien Oliver. I'll start with Creator. I just think... It's going to get a really nice run outside the leader here, suited by the slow tempo. Brandon Louie takes two kilos off. I think it gets every chance to run up to its peak rating. You know, see, uh, it's at $7 at the moment. It was a little bit longer, but I'd be willing to take that $7. And the other horse is Big Butter Boom. Uh, Ollie goes on for Bradwell Willer. I think it's a significant jockey upgrade. It'll go forward from that inside gate. And importantly, last campaign at one when it was on the backup. So it's on the backup here. I think they've set it for this race. I think it can run a really good race. It's around the uh, $8.50 mark at the moment. So I'll be back in those two, Creator and Big Bada Boom. All right, we head to race five. And this is another race like race three. It's for restricted horses. I'm not going to get too involved here because um, they're just a low-quality horse for a Saturday. And I'm not really willing to play into that space. So let's have a look at the market. Uh, Ollie's Choice at $3.80, Dadira at $7, then we go out to Key Trade at $8.50, Sweet Tea at $9, also Cartonera at $9 as well. So wide open market, um, as I said, just the quality of the horse makes it really hard to get involved here. Um, probably the biggest market mover is, is Ollie's Choice, opened up $4.40 and into $3.90, so that's probably the best market push, but as far as my opinion, I'm just going to let this race go. All right, let's get to the stakes racing on the card. Race six uh, for three-year-olds, the least here, uh, a listed race over 1,400 metres. Quick look at the market. Santorio favoured at $2.80. All the Kings men at $4.20. Vampire play at $5.50. Man crush about the $7 mark. Double figures the rest. Speed map-wise, uh, it's a little tricky. The The speed looks to be coming from the outside. So all the King's Men from Barrier 9, Man Crush from Barrier 10. I think Costa's Crown might try to go put forward from Barrier 11. I think it gives a pretty soft run to Santorio back on the inside. But as, as we mentioned, inside may not be the place to be. So uh, you'll have to keep an eye on that in the earlier races. Uh, outside of that Vampire play, I think I'll go back from Barrier 8 and China Spirit will go back from Barrier 1. Um, this is a tricky little race. I went, I went and had a look at Santori. Obviously, it was a decent run last start um, behind Amelia's Drill. was three wide, no cover, kept battling on. But I think it was the right part of the track um, there at Ascot last week, so I'm not really pushing it up too much uh, considering it had that run. But, you know, this is about its level. Dropping back to 1,400 metres, probably not ideal in terms of its preparation, but it does get back to a distance where it... 
Um, it should be suited racing pattern wise. All the King's Men um, is the next horse in the market. I think it's got a similar profile to what Santorio has. Um, but if you just have a look at their runs last start in WA Guineas, you couldn't possibly back all the King's Men over Santorio. There's just a little bit of something doesn't feel right about these two. I don't think there's any doubt that they're the best horses in the race, but I think they've got enough negatives about them to not be backing them. I went to look at I went out looking outside those two for just a little bit. Uh, at a horse at a little bit of a bigger price in China Spirit. Um, it only made its debut six days ago. It started $2.20 on that occasion. Um, they ran outside standard time on that, uh, in that, but they also they went out really slow. They sprinted home, so I wouldn't be reading too much into that. I just think it's a really nice horse, and it's probably just a different form line to a lot of the other horses in the race that are really tied together and probably have their limitations. I'm looking for the horse with a little bit of upside, so I'm back in China spirit each way at a bigger price. Alright, let's get to race 7. This is a race I've been waiting for all day because I think there could be a complete moral in it. Um, it's the Scale Cup, the listed race over 2,100 metres. Quick look at the market. Pure Devotion at $2.25. Moroccacino at $6. Stafford's Lad at $8.50. And longer prices the rest, so I don't think we'll have to worry about them. Speed map. Um, Moroccacino, obviously the second favourite, will be going forward from Barrier 5, expected to lead. Black Shadow will push forward as a wall man. In regards to where the favourite Pure Devotion is going to be, I think it'll be midfield. It, it uh, went a long way back last up. I think over the longer trip, it'll settle a bit closer. And that is the horse, who I think is a complete moral Pure Devotion. She just was never put in the race last start, dropped out um, to last from the wide gate. Um, didn't really get much clear running. Ran home really well, um, up to 2,100 metres, third up really ready to peak uh, it's getting to its right distance range now i don't think there's many negatives with this horse and i think uh it's ready to ring pure, pure devotion so i'm all in on that probably the only other horse worth mentioning is moroccacino backing up from the railway obviously let him up on that occasion wasn't really the place to be battled on all right drops in class here gets to a distance range where it's won most of its races so plenty of positives here but i just think that pure devotion is the horse with a little bit of upside I think Morocco Chino will lead, kick clear, pure devotional hunt it down and we'll get the cash. Go pure devotion. Well, here it is, the Winterbottom Stakes, and what a doozy it is. It is wide open. Um, group one race over 1,200 metres. Favourite is Rothfire, about the 550. Valana, 550 as well. Elite Street, about the $6.50 mark. The Astrologist at $12. We've got Miss Kentucky at $10. Same with Vissel Testure at $10. And the three-year-old uh, is Miss Bellamay, uh, My Bellamay at about the $14 mark. So wide open market. Quick look at the speed map before we get into who I think we should be backing. I've got Snipperucci pushing forward. I've got the Astrologist uh, up there as well. Rothfire should just sit in behind him. Bo Rossa probably looks to get... The one one from Barrier Eight, I think it'll it'll get a really nice run into the race. Outside of that, I think Valana will probably be three wide with cover from that Barrier Twelve, which probably won't be the worst place to be. And then Paul Laley, they might just have to go back, a little further back than they wanted from Barrier Sixteen. I think Miss Kentucky will go all the way back from Barrier Thirteen. So there's going to be plenty of speed in this race. Obviously, Group One race over twelve hundred meters. Uh, you expect a fair bit of tempo. The horse I'm going to back. 
is this this will test you. I just thought she went really well last start, ran some really good figures. And because of the evenness of this field and that there's no real standout, I'm looking for the horse with the current form, you know, at the, at the track, sort of going the, in the right direction. You know, this Otesha has um, really improved this time, and I think she'll get a nice run just in behind him. And just the way she extended last start, really good acceleration off a less than ideal run. I think she um, can run a really good race at each way on. So I'm with uh, this Otesha. I can understand why you'd want to back Rothfire. It's sort of coming out of what looks like harder races than this, but I just think it's finding it hard to win a race at the moment. I don't know what its best distance is. Is it better suited at 1,000 metres? It will be on the rail just in behind the leader, but is that going to be the place to to be? We'll know a little bit more once we see a few races on Saturday, but I can't knock it too much. It's probably a worthy favourite, but it's just not a horse that I'm willing to get involved with at the moment. And Velada's probably a, a little bit of a tricky one. It's sort of a horse who's got a, a got a bit of scope for improvement. It's uh, two, one, two of its three this time in. It just, I just don't know if it's better at the 1,300 metre, 1,400 metre distance. I don't know if it's got the brilliance to win a race like this. Jamie Carr's going to have to do something special from Barrier 12 to get into a three-wide running line and you know give it a, its best chance to get it into the best part of the track. Outside of those two, Elite Street uh, obviously started short in this race last year and uh, didn't quite get the job done, but ran a really good race. Should improve should improve a lot from its first up effort, but I just wonder if Bradwell Willow the right jockey for it now. I just think, you know, it's a horse that needs to settle in the second half of the field, needs, needs a really strong rider to really get it going. I just don't know if Bradwell Willow fits the bill there for this horse at the moment. Outside of that, I think my Bellamay, the three-year-old, is a nice enough horse, but he's all to come a little bit too soon. And I couldn't back Miss Kentucky just because of the fact that it's going to be out the back last and uh, face a big task to get past some big, uh, some good horses. So I'm with this or Testra. I think it's current form. I think it's absolutely flying. I think it'll get a really nice run. I think it's a decent, uh, decent odds as well to back each way. This will test you. All right, we get to the last race at Ascot, and um, we're all probably getting a little bit weary at this stage of the day, but I think um, we need to keep our attention because there's a bet to be had. Let's have a look at the market. Above the peg at $2.80, out to play Marika at $7.50, Billy Ray at $8.50 for Pikey, Star Align at $10, and bigger prices the rest. The speed map, I don't think there's a hell of a lot of tempo in this race. Cockney Crew will go forward from Barrier 8, and Star Align and Don to Shoot will push forward. I think the favourite above the peak has got a really good opportunity to get a nice run here from Barry Seven. They just need to be a little bit positive out of the gates and they'll find a really nice spot. And that's the horse I want to back above the peg. I think it is um, going to be very hard to beat on the back up from uh, the last race on Railway Stakes Day last week. It was really back, well backed on that occasion, $5 into $4.60. Drops to the min here on the back up, ticks a lot of boxes. I think it'll get a really nice run. I think above the peg will be really hard to beat. Not really entertaining any other horses in the race. So I think a lot of punters will um, be waiting for this horse to run. I think they'll be duly rewarded with above the peg. All right, let's just wrap up this Winterbottom Stakes Day at Ascot on Saturday with the, the bets I want to have. Let's kick it off with race one, rev it up. I think it'll be really hard to beat. Push forward from the middle gate. 
Race four, no speed in this race. I'm with number two, Creator, and number three, Big Bad Boom. You can back them both there. They're decent prices. Race six, number six, China China Spirit each way. I think uh, this race, a lot of horses are tied in. The form's tied in together. China Spirit's the alternate form line. It's a big price, about the 15 or $16 mark. Uh, race seven, this is my best bet of the day, Pure Devotion. I think it's absolutely primed up to this trip. Didn't have much luck last start. I think they'll ride a little bit more positive from the middle gate. Race 8 in the winter bottom, this will test you each way. I think it's absolutely fine at the moment. Very impressive last start. It's going to have first access to the best part of the track. And I think it'll run a really good race at the $10 price. And then race, uh, race 9, number 11, above the peak. I think it can close this out a winner on the back up. Uh, maps really well. Ticks a lot of boxes. A lot of punters will be pinning their hopes on above the peak. And so am I. Good luck on Saturday, punters. Stay mint. And uh, remember to download the Mid Bet app uh, at the App Store and Google Play. Good luck.